Hello, I'm Joshua. And hi, I'm Mary. Welcome to From the Heart. Orlando is widely known for its tourist spots and attractions, but many people don't know about its thriving arts community. We are excited to introduce to you talented and passionate artists who shape our arts community. How do they create and why? And how can Orlando benefit from an even greater arts presence? On each episode, we'll meet guests who are influential leaders and artists who are truly making a difference. From the Heart. Hello, Mary. Hi, Joshua. It's good to see you. Good to see you, too. We had such a fun show last week with inviting back multiple guests that had been on the show Mm -hmm. to just share their favorite memory from 2019. And their wishes for 2020. And their wishes and their words for Mm -hmm. 2020. So I'm curious, Mary, what's a a memory that you have of 2019 that you're so proud of? Well, actually, probably... A recent experience that uh, both you and our guest today had um, had the availability to be at, and that was a had the honor. Tr- That's what you wanted to say. It's okay. No, I hadn't. You could say did that. I? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can't presume that was your honor. <laughs> it was. Oh, <laughs> oh. Okay, the big old honor um, <laughs> to be there. Uh, it was for Jason, uh, a tribute. Jason Hunt, my husband, uh, who's an artist, and looking at gears of his work and as his work was shown on the screen uh, various musicians sang songs that were of that person or um, performed by them and to hear people pay tribute to him in his life and it was so beautiful what i loved was watching him feel acknowledged not that he needed that or ever craves it but there it was whether he wanted it or not (laughs) thanks to his wife yeah and a myriad of incredibly talented generous friends who came out it really was, Mary. As a you know, for you who was kind of wrapped up in the moment and making sure it went well, making sure Jason was taken care of, there was probably so many emotions that you were going through. But as an audience member, just observing, what a really special night it was. Some of the most talented people came out and paid tribute, and I, I thought it was so well done with being able to mix the art and and Jason's work with bringing it to life through music or comedy or whatever it may be. And I, I, you need to do it again. I know it was like a tribute to Jason, but I was sitting here thinking, what a cool show to do. So many people around have said that, that this is something you could take on the road. Yeah. And for listeners that uh, weren't there, we used some of Jason's drawings and would put them on a large screen. And the, so if it was, uh, let's see, Elvis Presley. Or Ray like, Charles. Or, Charles, or, Janis Joplin. So many. And, and even comics, right? We had yeah. the, the brothers, uh, Steve. The Gart, Gart, uh, the Groucho. Groucho. Groucho Marx. The Groucho. The Marx brothers, Marx right? brothers, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so people came out and did a song by Janis Joplin or um, Groucho Brothers, uh, a comedy sketch or whatever. And it was just fun to see a lot of our professional friends who do their thing out at the parks come out just to do it as a labor of love. Yeah, it was really cool. So what's your word for 2020, Mary? Do you know? Have you thought of it yet? Uh, I think I'm going to go with peace. Oh, you know what? That is my word. Give me a high five. Nobody can see it but us. But <laughs> that's why that's we're here. That's my word I, too. I think when when peace is the the goal, that everything else falls in place. If if you want to be happy, you that's your peace. If you want to be, um, whatever whatever word, I just think that there's something about being at peace. I love that. You know, I, I'm a big Charlie Brown fan. I love. You know, there's so much wisdom that comes out of those characters. And there's this meme that I have that I've been looking at. It's a chart with Charlie Brown and Snoopy just sitting on a beach, a beat, not beach, a bench with fall autumn leaves falling down. And it says, I'm at a place in my life where peace is a priority. I make deliberate life choices to protect my mental, 
emotional and spiritual state. Peace is a priority. Is Charlie Brown saying that? Yeah. Well, I don't know. If, I, I think I don't know, but it, Charlie Brown's on it. So oh my gosh! <laughs> wow, that, that um, comic has changed since I was a kid. Yeah. So, but peace is important, right? I think yes. out of peace, if you're in a place of peace, comes joy and happiness and well, contentment. Because anything you wish for is because you believe it's going to bring you something, and ultimately, what it brings you is peace. Even if you wish for food, it's because when you're fed, you're like not fearful that you're not going to eat. Yeah, you know, like it takes away the fear. It totally does. I think. Well, let's, so so both of our words are peace. I love that. Let's, let's have peace. Let's have peace. <laughs> a piece of cake. Yes. P E A C, Mary. Oh, I had it all wrong. <laughs> Mary, Let's tell us about our guest today. I am so excited about our guest because of all the years we've been doing this program, both when we did it on local TV and here on radio, we've never had any other person that's come on with this profession that we have them here for today. Other people come in as a musician or a dancer or a singer or. A, but have we ever had, except for this guest, a happyologist? <laughs> I don't think we've ever had another happyologist. <laughs> and he's back. Yay. <laughs> Michael Nutter. Yay. <laughs> Welcome, my friend. Thank you so much. I'm so thankful to be back. I Literally this morning, the first thing I thought of was that I got to see the two of you today, and it really brought me such joy. I mean, it's like, so thank you for contributing to the happyologist's happiness. Uh, you are so sweet. I, and I tell you... Listeners, uh, Michael gave Mary a tiara, <laughs> and she wears it probably every other day. Uh, yeah. She was so sad today when she remembered that you were on the show that she didn't bring it. I didn't want to be a nerd. Because <laughs> I keep bringing it wherever he is. And you gave me a book on etiquette, yeah. and I've skimmed it, and hopefully I'm a more refined human being now. I've because noticed. Just, okay. the way, just the way you're sitting in your chair oh, today, yeah. Joshua. <laughs> Slumped over. With a, yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate that, Michael. Joshua, I told Michael that I sometimes have um, tiara moments. If I'm in a bad mood, I'll put uh -huh. it on. And it's like therapy. I call it my tiara therapy. Like, <laughs> right, I feel better. You know better. what's so funny is I could literally see you doing that, Mary. Uh -huh. yeah. So could <laughs> So a happyologist, I, I wanted to tell you, t for you to tell us what that means, but you do live that, Michael. Uh I don't Thank get you. to see you in person as much as I'd like to, but whenever you post on social media posts and it's always so positive and encouraging and happy. Um, and I appreciate that very, very much. You know, Thank I try, you. I try to live that same way too. And so do you, Mary. I think, so. I think that's why we love we Michael try to so much. use whatever sphere of influence we have to be positive yes, and happy. And share so, the good. So but, what is a happyologist and how can someone become one and why would they want to? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, let's start back with um, nine years ago. I was actually sitting um, at a command center at a Florida hospital, children's um, hospital. And I was the command center leader on a, on a night shift. So it was about 2 a.m. I'll never forget this. Um, and you know, it was really, it was a go live that was really going well. We were implementing a new system for the children's hospital. And it was going really, really well. And um, I thought, you know what? I'm going to catch up on some email because it's 2 a.m. And, you know, I've had enough coffee. I'm just going to catch up. So I open my email and I find this email from a dear friend of mine, Jenny, who was who at that time and is, still is in the consulting world. Uh, she said, um, you know, I'm working for this incredible company, Impact Advisors, and we are considering developing the role of a happyologist. And I immediately thought of you <laughs> when the topic came up. And, you know, even, I know how happy you are uh, in your current role, but even, you know, if you would just talk to the president of our company about what you think that role could look like, because I think that you could help shape it for us, you know, even if you wouldn't personally be interested. And so I remember at 2 a.m. thinking, 
I, am I reading that right? Does that say happyologist? <laughs> you know? And then I was like, wow. I mean, I kept staring at it thinking, you've got to be kidding me. That's, that, is, that would be like a dream to me, right? Mm-hmm. And so I wrote, um, I immediately replied and said, oh my goodness, if you go to Wikipedia and look up happyologist, you know my picture's going to pop up, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I said, I would absolutely, you know, so I'm, I'm so very happy here, but I would absolutely be happy to talk to your president and at least, you know, think about shaping the role for you. And uh, fast forward, you know, I'm on the phone with uh, the president of Impact Advisors, who is now uh, my leader, and um, and he was so amazing on the phone. He's such, uh, his name is Andy. He is an incredible, um, I think of him as a genius in terms of his visionary skills of looking forward and thinking about, you know, what he wants to create. And he's a very happy person himself. Um, so at this time, you know, it, our, our, our company is a, a healthcare consulting firm, and um this was nine years ago. I was employee number 80. So I just want to wrap your head around that for a minute mm-hmm. because at 79 employees, Andy thought, you know what? We really, he, he's always been very focused in the, in the firm. He and his brother started the firm. Um, they've always been completely focused on the culture and the priority of culture and the happiness of our employees, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, up until I came along, you know, they were actually personally taking care of that. So if somebody had something to celebrate, whether it was you know, a wedding or a birth or whatever it was, they were the ones personally, because they care so much about our team, they were the ones personally reaching out and sending a gift or you know, celebrating with that team member. Mm-hmm. And what he saw, and he and his brother saw, was you know, well, we want to grow, and we want to get to hundreds of people, and we're not going to be able to maintain this. We need somebody to focus mm-hmm. on our employees' happiness. So I love this story. Uh, it was at an employee retreat, and it was out at the Phoenician in Scottsdale, Arizona. And... Uh, he was talking about, you know, we need somebody to focus on, you know, culture and engagement and really keeping the happiness flowing at Impact Advisors. And uh, he went to the gift shop at the Phoenician, and there was a, a brand of products called Happyology. And he said, he looked at that and said, that's it. That's what we need, a happyologist. <laughs> so wow. he came up, Andy came up with the term, and then he shared it at a leadership retreat, which is where my friend Jenny was. And then she reached out and said, you know, please, please. And next thing you know, he was so inspiring to me over the phone. Because I really, when I went into the call, I actually thought that, you know, I was just really going to help him for a little bit and move on. Next thing you know, he was so inspiring. I thought, I've got to meet this guy in person. Because if he is as special as he sounds, I really might consider this. And sure enough, the next thing you know, I'm going to a holiday party in Chicago to meet some of the people I would support. He and the whole team, his brother, the whole family, it's amazing. And we really do, I, I say the word family, because we do consider you know, our work team a family. We really, wow. and we refer to, I mean, that, you know, we will say, you know, very frequently, family as we refer to each other. So is that your official title still? Is it is. So I'm a, yeah, so I have a, a formal title of vice president. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my formal title. Vice president of happiness? Yeah, of culture and engagement. Of culture and engagement. And then my affectionate title is happyologist. I wow. love that. And this is a national company. So oh, yeah. how do you connect Actually, with all these people? Well, and we're, yeah, so that's really a great question, Joshua, because, you know, we're consultants. So it's, we're from all over the country and we're flying to our clients and sometimes even internationally, you know, mm-hmm. we work in Dubai in different places so you know we're keeping and that's that's actually one of the it, it makes it more challenging uh but i love a good challenge and yeah. you know and I, I just love watching it happen because we're actually serving you know folks that are flying from their homes to a client usually every single week unless they're you know have the opportunity to work remotely 
um, and working Monday through Thursday and then flying back to their homes. Mm. So it makes it's not like we're in a brick and mortar building where you can walk in and see the whole team right. and serve them. Right. I'm actually virtually serving so many of them. Right. Wow. And so how many employees does the company have now? We're over 200. So oh, yeah. So, so you helped grow that, grow it. The yeah. happiness. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, and we've, you know, I, I love, I try so hard to be humble about this, but it's also just so amazing that I love to share it. Um, so as an example, there's, you know, there's many best place to work awards in our industry. Uh, but one of the most prestigious ones I think of as uh, modern healthcare. So modern healthcare and, and healthcare world um, is a very prestigious publication. It's been around since my father was the president of a hospital when I was a teenager. Wow. I would watch my dad wow. bring home modern healthcare magazine mm. and it's still around and still very prestigious. Um, so they started about 10 years ago, they started a um, best place to work in healthcare award. Mm. And at the time, they started with the top 100. So I am uh, proud to share that uh, just this last year, we, we won it again, and being on that nice. list. And actually, they've grown the list from 100 to 150. Uh, so the top 150 places to work in this country in healthcare. Wow. We have been on that list for 10 consecutive years. Wow, wow. Michael. That's and awesome. two years ago, I've got, I've, this is just such a wonderful story. I, I just smile when I think about it because uh, it's so special. But... Um, Two years ago, we had we didn't know when the, the gala, they always have like a big awards ceremony, and we didn't know when that was going to be, and we planned a leadership retreat for our team at the same time in Chicago, and it was the same night, like the night of the awards gala was the same night as our leadership retreat, which the president of our company and I and several others host. So, you know, we get the thing, and we're like, oh, the invite, oh, we're not going to be able to be there, so you know what we'll do, um, we'll, you know, we'll send somebody, but, you know, we just won't be able to go, and typically it's, it's myself and Andy, our president, who goes. Um, so anyway, um, we hadn't quite RSVP'd for anybody yet. I get a call from the publisher of the magazine, which was really fascinating. I'm like, wait, why are this so amazing, <laughs> right? And they said, we're just trying to figure out why we don't see your and Andy's name on our RSVP list. And I said, oh, you're not to worry. We're, we're going to send someone to uh, receive our award. But uh, unfortunately, it's not going to be us because we're going to be hosting a, a leadership retreat in Chicago. <laughs> I'll never forget this. She says, yeah, we're going to need you there. Oh. And I thought, no, wait a minute. And the year before, we were number three on the top places to work yeah. in healthcare. So I thought, well, surely she wouldn't be asking me to come back, you know, me and Andy to come back if, if we, we were. weren't going to be two or one. You know, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was like, right. hmm, what does this mean? So next thing you know, um, Andy and I come up with a plan. It's like, you know what? We're going to kick off our leadership retreat. We're going to fly to Las Vegas. We're going to get there just in time to um, get to the dinner. And then we'll take a red eye back and bring it back to our leadership team, the award. Of course, we didn't know. They don't tell you until you get there what you're going to get. Right, right, right. right. Sure enough, we were number one. Oh, my goodness. I jumped up and did the biggest happy dance. Andy looked at me like, what are you doing? I'm like, this is like getting an Oscar or something for us. I mean, this is amazing that we're the number one best place to work in healthcare That's amazing. in this country. Yeah, yeah. Well, when we come back, I want to hear what this, maybe you can share some of the secrets yes. of how it is to, to have such a happy, yes. wonderful place to work. Because every listener out there can be the happyologist of their home. Yes. Yes, I Great love point, that. Mary. I love uh-huh. that. So join us back here, listeners, on Magic 107.7 FM from the heart.
Welcome back to From the Heart. I am Mary Thompson Hunt here with my co-host Joshua Vickery. And it's so nice to be sitting here with our special guest because he's making it a happier show. Wouldn't you say, Joshua? I would absolutely agree. It's a very happy place today. (laughs) Maybe that's why he calls himself a happyologist. Um, And we're loving hearing about this and feeling a little bit uh, lighter in spirit because of his presence here. So welcome back, Michael Nutter. Michael, you were about to tell us a little bit about uh, ways that we can make our homes and our offices happier, Uh, right? Best practices. Is that where we left off? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. It all goes, it boils down to two words, genuine caring. And the key word is genuine. Mm. Uh, and I see it so much, you, you know, so something I find fascinating, especially from a, a workplace perspective, um, you know, there are organizations um, that can help you develop your culture, you know, and they're, they're sort of considered experts. You know, there's one in particular that comes to mind. And uh, they're very good at what they do in terms of they can turn your culture around and improve it. Uh, but some of the things, when I look at the sort of the criteria that they use and the, the process that they use, um, as a happyologist and for someone who really comes from a place of genuine caring, I find it fascinating. So as an example, uh, one of their things is they'll meet with the leadership team, a place that's, you know, an organization that's trying to turn around their culture. And uh, they, will, they will go to the leaders and say, no, what you need to do is on a, you have a daily checklist and you need to go around and talk to each one of your employees and ask them like, you know, how was your night and what did you do? And you know, so it's giving them instructions really on how to check in with your employees every day just to sort of show that you're engaged with them in mm-hmm. some way, right? And I, I take a big step back from that. And like I said, they are very successful. So, you know, their process works. But at the same time, you know, for me, I step back and go, if you have to tell your leaders to check in with their people every day and ask them how they're doing, that's a different challenge, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, to me, right. it's like, I, I would want a leader who knows to do that. That's a given, it should yeah, be a given. Apparently, right, yeah. without being told that. Uh, but that my point to all that is that it comes back to really genuine caring. And I think mm. that's one of the beautiful things about Impact Advisors uh, from a workplace perspective is, is I think that our family, our team of, of, and actually we refer to our employees as winners. Mm. So our team of winners, um, I, I think they truly know how much I care about them mm-hmm. individually and about their families. And so when I'm talking to them, you know, I, I genuinely am interested in, hey, what's going on? Oh, I heard your daughter's going to graduate, you know, with her master's and whatever. And, you know, how exciting and how can we help you celebrate? Mm-hmm. But I mean that because I can't wait to help them celebrate. It's not because I'm supposed mm-hmm. to or that, you know, just mm-hmm. because I'm the happyologist. It's because that's who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think you all can So when you that. go into a, an organization and you are that way because you're inherently happy and you do genuinely care about yeah. people, is that something you can teach? Or do you just uh, let them know that this is important to people? So whether you feel it or not, ask these questions. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, the challenge with that is that I you can and and they do actually say you know go do this uh, whether you feel it or not. Uh, the challenge I think you get into is uh, normally folks can really feel if it's genuine or mm-hmm. not, mm-hmm. and if you feel that it's disingenuous, then the next thing you know is is you're actually losing respect for your leader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's where I would I would step back to you know for most organizations, I would step back to your recruiting function and really making sure that culture is a primary key in how you recruit your people. So as you're looking at people coming in, do they really exhibit the values? that your organization is really focused on and your mission. So you know what you're there to do as a mission, Mm -hmm. as an organization, your mission, your guiding principles, your values are very important. And so a good recruiter, and actually we have an amazing recruiting team at at Impact, um, 
they know what to look for. And, and so we, we have a fun saying that it, it really does sum it up. It's like, you know, after our recruiters are finished talking to a candidate, it's like, would we want to go to dinner or have a beer with that person? <laughs> right. right. And if right. the answer is no, we probably will shy away, even though they could be technically amazing and the resume could be so impressive. If we don't feel that there's a cultural fit, then we sort of move away from that. And so, when you say cultural fit, uh, people bring different yes. ver- definitions to that word. What you mean is the the energy and the mission of the company, if that person doesn't embody what it takes from yes. body, mind, and spirit Beautiful. to put that forth. But everyone is raised differently and yes. has different talents. Yeah. So how how do you take someone who's brilliant at what you do, but they just haven't learned the people school skills or they're left-brained, how do you work with them? Yeah, well, so, so that's what I'm actually saying, Mary, is at, at Impact, you, you can be amazing, but if we don't feel that you're a cultural fit, we're probably going to pass. Even mm. if you're brilliant, if you're Einstein? You can be an Einstein, <laughs> but culture is so important to us, and I think yeah. that's really my message. Okay. Is culture should, if you do care about yeah, culture, yeah, yeah. it should be your priority, mm. even as you're looking at your next candidate. You know, it's like, do they really, and just as an example, our mission is to create a positive impact, so it's a little playoff of impact, sure. but mm-hmm. we are there to create a positive impact wherever we go. And so, you know, if during the interview we see that, you know, well, yeah, you probably could create a positive impact from your, from your amazing resume perspective, um, but will you do it with a feeling and a caring that, that matches our values? Because we also have a nice list of values that are core to us. Can you give us an example uh, of a few of those values? Yes, of course. So it actually spells out the word impact. So it's easy to remember. <laughs> <laughs> of course it so does. So there's integrity. So that's absolutely key to me. It's, you know, we, we absolutely have to have integrity motivation, right? Uh, passionate about your work, agile. You have to be very agile and flexible in, in consulting, caring, which is uh, my biggest one, and talented, right? Mm. Brilliant. I love that. that. Mary, that's, he just described you. I was thinking yes. the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, are these core values or is this Mary Thompson? This is uh, Mary Thompson and Joshua Vickery in my book. So, <laughs> you know, Michael, I have to say, you know, I completely agree with you on that philosophy because we've done that at CFC Arts. You know, we're all about culture as well. You yes. know, that's part of our success is that we were very intentional from day one of creating the safe, encouraging, welcoming place for people to experience the arts. And if our staff doesn't embody that, exactly. then it doesn't trickle down to our people. And so there have been so many times where I've hired good people, yep. right? I could tell they had a heart of gold. They were passionate. They loved the mission. And then I helped really teach them the job, right? Like yes. I would take a great person it. who cares about and is passionate about our mission over someone who might really just do a good job because that will wane, right? Yes, yes. But this fire will not, and they will learn, and you can teach them. Mm. And you have to find the right role, and you move them around until oh, you yeah. find their... But I would rather have an army of good people that I can find the right place for than to have Einsteins who really maybe um, don't care so much about uh, about the mission of right. the company or the organization. So mm. I, I agree with that 100%. And... I think it's been successful for us. Yeah, I mean, oh, still, very much. We're so. still kind of a new company, still but growing. we're yeah, we're Brilliant. growing like crazy. So there's something there's something to that. Yes. So. Well, and I think you can tell, you know, in, in so many organizations that that don't necessarily make culture a priority, uh, you know, for various reasons. 
Because sometimes they literally think that just popping up a mission statement and on the cafeteria wall is going to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's absolutely not going to do it. You have yeah. to live it. You Your have leadership to live has it. to live it. Breathe it. Mm-hmm. You know, you really have And nurture to. it too. Do you have yes. ongoing programs to reinforce and Absolutely. Grow? Actually, starting with, oh, I love that you asked that, Mary. Um, <laughs> how long do you have? <laughs> because literally from at, at Impact, um, we have so many special processes that, that we've implemented, you know, specifically around nurturing, you know, the caring environment. Um, so one is uh, a program we have, Impact Ethos, where uh, every quarter we bring in all of our new winners. So anybody who's joined in the last quarter comes together. We meet in Naperville, Illinois. Um, and it's a, a two-day program where we really sort of really share our, our vision, our mission, our values, make sure that everybody's clear. And then it's really more of a bonding experience mm. um, for everyone to understand. And it's a great time for them to meet some of our leadership, meet their happyologists that's serving them. <laughs> um, and what we hear so much is, you know, I've never seen anything quite like this. So I'm going to fast forward to 90 days after you've been with us. I uh, personally call each new employee for what we call a happy check. Mm-hmm. And it's a simple list of five questions, but they're very meaningful questions. So as an example, um, the first question is, hey, so on a scale of one to 10, with 10 being the happiest, how happy are you that you joined Impact Advisors? Mm. If I get anything but a 10, I'm like, okay, so what would turn that into a 10 for you? Because <laughs> right. I am a bit of a perfectionist. Yeah. Um, but I also really want to know, and so many times, you know, I will hear, well, it's really nothing that the firm can do. I'm really just still getting settled and, and just trying to realize because it, sometimes it takes a while for people to really realize that this is a real work environment. You know, right. some people, uh, you know, over like the years. Is this, am I being punked? Yeah, it's well, too good well, to be true. Exactly. Right. It's like we just keep waiting for the other shoe to fall off because like w- w- this cannot be for real. And, you know, I keep telling folks, well, let me just tell you something. I've been here for almost nine years and it's still real (laughs) for me. So, you know, it's like it is, but it's hard to, you know, especially when you're coming from an environment that may be very, very different where Mm -hmm. culture is not a priority or the engagement's low. It can be really, um, really interesting for those folks to really put their head around. Wow. This like these people really do care. They've got my back and they care about me. Mm. And I think what you said when we asked the question, you know, what are some of those key things or secrets, right? And you yeah. said words like caring and genuine and authentic. Yeah. And I think that's important to the happiness because there are days, let's be honest, where you're just not happy. Mm-hmm. There's, mm-hmm. You ha- you're frustrated, mm-hmm. things didn't go your way, you're disappointed, you're dis- discouraged. Mm-hmm. But if there's a culture of care and yes. authenticity, you bounce back from that really, really quick exactly. because you know that your company cares about you. Mm-hmm. They want to help lift you up in those mm-hmm. in those moments, maybe where you aren't feeling as happy as you'd like to be. And so I think that's interesting that you said that because you just can't be happy all the time. No. You can't. It would be lovely, but yeah. in those moments where maybe... People can help you focus. Yeah, if, if people care about you, mm-hmm. boy, that sure does lift you yes. up out of that it's, place it's like so a, much quicker. It's like mm-hmm. a safety raft or a life raft where it's like we've got you. Right. And you know another process we have, um, we call it a VIP, but instead of very important person, that stands for value interview process. So we actually mm-hmm. want to know, it's, it's an interview process where we're asking our winners to tell us you know the value that we bring to them as a workplace. So that's an ex, sort of like an extended happy check. So we have like 15 questions. Give that, us an example of a few. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, again, just like the happy check, we do the how happy are you as a from your collective experience with us? How happy are you with us as a workplace? Um, 
we every single winner gets a coach assigned to them. So we ask about, you know, are you happy with your coach? Are you getting the support and guidance you need? And leading into what uh, you actually just made me think about, Joshua, um, I love this question. So we also say, in addition to your coach, do you have any other advocates within the firm? Do you feel, you know, who do you feel is really looking out for you within the firm? Mm. So many times, and this always makes me smile from ear to ear, I will hear this response. Gosh, Michael, you know, I mean, I, I could certainly list some names, but I really feel like the whole firm's looking out for me. Wow. Mm. That is a wow. Yeah. I, and, and you are winning, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right? That's like, yes. if you hear that, you go, okay, oh, I'm, we're I'm doing like, our we, job We've here. got it. You know, we've got you. And and it just makes me so happy. You know, and and for anybody who gets specifically listed, we, we literally publish them um, on a quarterly report so that they get celebrated. Um, and through that process, if we hear of any, you know, lots of times we'll hear about all the great things we do. Um, but if we hear anything about an opportunity of something that we could do better, I jump on that and try to see what we can do to make that happen. And sometimes the answer is no for you know, some very good reason. But even if the answer is no, and let's say that Joshua brought up a good idea, mm-hmm. but we can't make that happen for whatever reason, I will come back to you and say, you know, we so appreciate your idea and we're so sorry right now we can't make that happen, but we've, we've got it and we've got it on the list. And if we can in the future, we'll try, but here's why we can't do it right now. Mm. So at least you know you've been heard and that yeah. we really do care about your input. Well, and sometimes people just need to be heard. They need to be that their idea is celebrated yeah. in some capacity. You don't always have to do it. We see that all the time for people who come to see our shows. Yeah. You can't always appease everyone when you mm-hmm. watch a show. Mm-hmm. But as long as we give them the opportunity to give us the feedback and we value that yeah. feedback, exactly. then that's that's they want to be heard. They know that you care. Too. I love yeah. that. See? Yeah. Oh, there's that word again, Mary. Care. care. <laughs> Mary, you're one of the most caring people I <laughs> you know. Are. Happyologist, careologist, and... Mm. Artologist. Artologist. <laughs> Artologist. Artologist. Okay, there we go. Well, we're going to be coming back and speaking a little bit more to Michael Nutter, the happyologist <laughs> and our friend uh, about New Year's resolutions. What is happening for 2020 oh, yeah. and how can we find happiness no matter the circumstances as we approach a new year? Join us back here on Magic 107.7 FM from the heart. Welcome back to From the Heart. I am Mary Thompson Hunt here with Joshua Vickery, and we are both very excited to have with us today Michael Nutter, who is our happyologist friend, <laughs> our happyologist guest. In fact, the only happyologist we know so far. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but it's literally what he does for a living, and we're just loving hearing all about this. So let's get back to this conversation. Only one segment left. How did this happen? I know. It goes by so fast. International Day of Happiness. That's coming up. Yes? Well, it's in the spring. It's in the spring. Yes. Tell us about First it. Day. First day of spring. Um, so actually, it sort of aligns, I think, purposely with the first day of spring because spring brings us such joy and you know, sort of blooms. Um, but, you know, there is literally this group that celebrates and studies, you know, happiness across the world. Mm-hmm. Right. And so um, what they really have shown is that happiness tends to be continuing to sort of trail off instead of increase around the world. It's, it's actually, you know, decreasing our happiness levels are not as good as they probably should be. And um, and it's really sort of sad to me. And I think uh, one of the reasons that at least they pointed to in this year's study for 2019 
uh, was that uh, digitization. So, you know, uh, our, our children, they actually focused on adolescents a lot. Mm-hmm. So they looked at, you know, how much time children are spending on their phones, mm-hmm. on social media, mm-hmm. on the internet, listening to music by themselves with their earbuds in. Mm-hmm. So they're, you know, they're truly isolating themselves mm-hmm. away mm-hmm. from the things that sometimes can bring you so much joy. And it actually, you know, f- to me from a positive perspective is reinforcing some of the things uh, that we should remember do bring us joy. Things like, you know, spending time with our family and mm-hmm. friends and doing and so that they literally have this study that shows, you know, as folks, continue to and not just adolescents i mean i think we're all can be guilty of you know being uh, frequent flyers with our phones mm-hmm. <laughs> um, i just had a recent experience um at a restaurant i actually have two restaurant stories for you but one oh. <laughs> one was um uh I, I met a dear friend and we could not wait to catch up we were gonna so i don't i think i left my phone in the car because i knew i wasn't gonna need my phone i was gonna have so much fun with my friend right mm. i look over we actually both looked over um and there were a, a family of four so there's a mom and dad and like these two like young teenage children. Uh, and we could not help but notice because every once in a while we would just look over. Um, the entire time we were there, every single one of them was on their phone. The entire They never said a word to each other that we could ever heard. And I thought, why did you come out to dinner? Like you, you're not, you know, you're not talking to each other. This is a family moment. You know, it's like, did I really thought was there just no frozen dinners in the freezer? Because, <laughs> you know, why are you here together? You're not, even talking to each other. And it was so sad to me to see that because I think it really points to what was demonstrated in that happiness survey that's global mm-hmm. about what digitization, and, and you know, I don't want to blame social media, but it's also internet use, all those things uh, that are taking people, sort of making them more isolated. And I think that adds to so many things. And they also looked at things like, you know, we have an opioid crisis that is contributing, um, you know, the United States, you know, health in general is not the best. So there's a lot of different reasons, but one of the main primary points that they made was digitization keeps trying to, you know, keeps impacting people's level of happiness. That's so interesting because I, I just went on a cruise and it was so fantastic. Aww. But one of the things I noticed, like how you noticed, and I see that too in restaurants and such, that people have the, the barrier in front of them. They have that phone in front of them that mm-hmm. keeps them from that connection but a lot of times things that we have self that's what I'm saying in restaurants, but on the cruise, what I noticed was that people didn't have their cell phones because they didn't work. So at dinner you saw people laughing and talking and they were forced to spend time together. Right. (laughs) What a concept. But the the room was full of, of joy and laughter. That's a great example. Yeah. And it, it was interesting how when you're forced to not have that, then that connection does bring happiness. There's a lot that we see, whether it's the news or checking our bank app or yes. on social media, somebody's life looks better than ours. Yes. There's a lot that kind of not only just distracts us, but also brings us down a little well, bit. I, and speaking so, of the news, Joshua, like I don't know about you all, but when I look at the news, probably a good 80 to 90% is usually more negatively focused. It's I try about, not to look at the news. I do, I, I do too. I, I mean, I want to be up on the news, you know, obviously, but I, yeah. I always think, okay, just watch the first 15 minutes of the Today show and turn it Magic off. 107, then you have to, then you oh, should listen to Oh, then I want to listen to every second. Every, every second. second. <laughs> For sure. But you were telling us, we were chatting early and you said you wouldn't give us the story, but. The Hillstone story? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I, I wanted to surprise you with it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm glad you, but you, we, the question was, you know, 
tell us about something or do you have you seen something really positive in our local community yeah. and uh, and you were saying that you had something about Hillstone it, so this is such a beautiful story i um i got an invitation i recently had a birthday and i got an invitation to a birthday dinner from one of my friends who said let's meet at Hillstone well i love Hillstone their mm-hmm. food is amazing and their service is usually you know top notch um so we sat down for dinner and we got this really incredible server um her name is Jess I'll, I'll never forget she popped and you could just feel her positivity mm-hmm. you, you could just her smile told you everything you needed to know about her and you know she, her service was top notch but uh all of a sudden out of the blue my friend always likes to tease about me being a happyologist so he looks at just the server and says so I bet you've never served a happyologist before. And uh, <laughs> she said, a what? And he says, yeah, he's a happyologist. And so she's like, wow, I want to hear more about this. So I told her a little bit more. And uh, she says, well, you know, gosh, you should work at Hillstone because, you know, we, we have a theory here too about positivity and, and uh, a commitment to positivity in our service. And I said, oh, really? And she goes, yeah, we have PMA. And I thought, PMA, what is that? And I said, what, what does that stand for? And she said, we uh, focus on positive mental attitude. Mm. And she said, so when we walk through the door, our instructions are, as, as a team member here at Hillstone, our instructions are, as we walk through the door, we need to check and make sure that we have a positive mental attitude. And if we don't, we need to somehow adjust that so that we can, because we want to serve our guests with positivity. Uh, but if we can't, we really, you know, we need to go home because you know, we are here to really create a really special dining experience for our guests. And if we don't think we can do that, we are told to go home. And I thought, that's a beautiful way to really say that. It's like, you know, check your positive, because she says, you know, when you walk in the door, you got to check your positive mental attitude. Yeah. Something else about Hillstone that really, I love that too. I was just there for lunch yesterday, but I, everybody helps you, everybody in the, every server. And I thought, well, this must be a team and everybody Mm -hmm. pulls their tips and it's not, you are assigned a server but they say you can't ever have any downtime. Right. You've got to constantly be moving around. You got to constantly be helping, and you just feel this community uh, culture of mm-hmm. community where every single you know you might you might actually meet ten servers at mm-hmm. your table throughout exactly. the thing because they are just helping each other. And okay, I think so that, where is this Hillstone? I've never heard of it. It's in Winter Park. It's oh, okay. on um, used to be, used to be Houston. Houston. Oh, it's of course, of course, steakhouse yeah. and. That's, it's a great Shout place out to, to Hillstones. go. Yes, very. <laughs> yeah. that, that's why I wanted to mention it because it's really a special place. And that doesn't happen by accident. Someone in leadership exactly. made that a priority. But look, they were onto something because we're talking about it today. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, it, yeah. Look at us. I, that's so cool that we're talking about because I literally was just there yesterday yeah. and <laughs> talking about what a great service experience. <laughs> it you was such yeah. a great service experience. So. We only have a few minutes left. These shows go by so fast, Michael, and we love having you on here. And we'll have you you on again next year. But, you you know, we're ending 2019, and uh, there's been good times, and there's been bad times. Mm -hmm. There's been wonderful times. There's been challenges and successes. But we're about to come up on a new year, right? And as a happyologist, I'm sure you see that new year as a fresh start with your team and your company and your own life. What are some resolutions that you have for for helping people be happy or I for love your that. own self. Well, and so I'm going to tell you that um, 2020 uh, for me, I, and I, I just think about the playoff of 2020 vision. I just so feel already that 2020 is going to be such a special year of clear vision. Mm. And uh, I know how everybody usually picks a word. I think you all said that your 2020 word is peace, right? Peace, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and but clear vision. Explain that. Well, and and I think it's really about the clarity. Uh, 
of knowing who you are and what what does bring you joy. If we're talking about happyology mm. here, you know, it's really about you know setting an intention to be happy. Mm-hmm. And as I think about resolutions that that I would recommend for others, especially, um, and bringing more joy in your life, you know, I really think back to like Sean Aker. So he's you know he attended Harvard. He actually worked for Harvard. Uh, he's he's very much he's an advocate for positive psychology. And so he's done many, many wonderful studies. And one of them that I find fascinating is um, he talks about, he has a book, um, The Happiness Advantage. And he talks about how you can literally rewire your brain Mm. to be happier and Mm. to be more positively focused. How Mm. can one do that? Well, I've got some (laughs) tips all through uh, his lessons, actually. Um, (laughs) But thank you for that. Thanks for asking, Mary. (laughs) I have a couple of answers. So literally, you know, in 21 days, his theory is that you can rewire your brain to focus more, you know, optimistically and on the happy and on the positive in your life. And so some of the exercises, and I probably am going to miss one or two, but, you know, some of the primary ones are every day when you first get up, write down three things that you're grateful for. And they have to be new things every day. So you can't uh, be the same old things. It has to be three new things because it's really, you know, inspiring you to think about, you know, everything you're grateful for in your life. Um, he has a journaling experience where at the end of the day, uh, you should really think about your happiest moment through that day and journal it because mm. you actually get to relive it as you're writing that out, right? Mm. What benefits to reliving it? What are the yeah. benefits? Are yeah, that? but well, because it's bringing you, <laughs> I, knew I, what, I knew what you meant. <laughs> it, but you know, it's just bringing you that joy back because you're thinking about the joy and you're focusing on that joy that you had. And do the feelings actually change chemistry yeah, in well, your it brings, brain? Yeah, of course it brings dopamine to your brain, which... Actually, once the dopamine starts flowing, because you know joy brings that dopamine. Mm-hmm. Dopamine, next thing you know, it's flowing, and then your happiness learning centers, like the learning centers in your brain, actually open up more mm-hmm. when there's dopamine flowing. Wow! And dopamine flows when you're happy. Wow, so you cool. think about your happiest moment, and then you start journaling about it. And next thing you know, the dopamine's flowing, and the next thing you know, your learning centers are open, and mm. who knows what next wonderful thing's going to happen to you. Yeah. But uh, he also has things about you know exercise, um, meditation. You, you know, he has. Did he have the arts like music or theater or dance or? Actually, um, that's a really good. And he does bring it up. He has, a TED, he has a TED Talk. Twenty-two, and we're gonna add. We're <laughs> gonna add in the arts. <laughs> that Joshua Vickery always always focused on the arts. I wonder why that is, Mary. I'm glad. <laughs> Me too. Uh, um, yes. You know, but I will say too when I think about um, when I think about a recommendation I would have for for anyone who really wants to enhance their happiness in their life. Um, when I think about uh, humans in general, I think about three primary aspects of health. So I think we have our physical health, mm. we have our mental health, and we have our spiritual health. Mm-hmm. And usually if you're deficit in one or any of those, you know, happiness can be you know, somewhat more challenging because there's a deficit somewhere there, right? And you know, those can mean very different things to different people, and that's absolutely fine. But I think as you focus and really think about your physical health, am I healthy and am I happy with where I am with my physical health? Mm. Do I feel good mentally? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, if, if the answer is no on any of these, then go get the, the help you need wherever that is. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if, if you need physical, if you feel like you need help, go get that in your Body, physical. mind, spirit. Yeah, oh, there you go, mm-hmm. perfect, exactly. So you know, I would really, as 2020 comes, I'm gonna do this for myself. I'm really gonna step back and go, okay, am I really happy with my physical health? my mental health and my spiritual health. And if I find any of those that have like either a gray area or a no, I'm going to focus on that to bring that happiness back to myself. Mm-hmm. 
I really love that. It, the happiness of this world depends on each one of us taking responsibility for our own happiness. And that's not a selfish thing. It isn't. Especially when, for especially people in the arts, we know this, happiness is when you give happiness away. Of course. Right? That's I'm, when we I'm feel great. I'm the king great. of that. Yes. <laughs> so yes, you if are. you're out there wondering, how can I make my life happier? Go make someone else happy and see what it does for you. And it does come back. Some people call it karma, but whatever it is, you start with yourself. Exactly. Beautiful. So if just one more word or, or a couple of sentences of advice of how someone, how you would encourage our listeners to be a happyologist in whatever environment that they're in. Well, I think Mary brought up a really good thing. You can be a happyologist at home. Mm-hmm. So, And I think part of it too is, is really active listening. Mm. Because in order to bring genuine caring, you really have to sort of know about the people in your household, the people you work with, you know, whoever you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And so I really pay attention through listening. And I find out, like, for example, Mary said she wanted a tiara. Mm. And next thing you know, she had a tiara. She had <laughs> From Michael, ladies and gentlemen. I it's love beautiful. That. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Because if you listen and you uh-huh. genuinely care, and then back to your point that you just made, Mary, about as you share happiness with others, you get so much back. At least that's my experience is I usually get more joy back Mm -hmm. and I still pinch myself to this day. I know this is going to sound so corny, but it's so true to me. I still pinch myself and think, am I really a happy ologist? And it's my job to bring joy to others. Yeah. And it is, and it's a dream. And I, I feel so honored and really blessed to have this opportunity to share in this role and take care of our, our impact family and really, you know, my my family, my friends, I love to bring joy to everybody I encounter. It's obvious about you. Wherever you go, people see that that's what you do. And that's why you're here today so that our listeners can take a little bit of what, away. I think with happiness, it's what you give. And then you just can't help but get it back. And it doesn't take much. It just doesn't. Just a kind Simple. gesture, opening a door or saying a kind, Smiling. honest word. Mm-hmm. Right. I love yeah. that. Well, let's care. Let's be genuine. Let's be authentic and let's give away happiness in 2020. Good job, Joshua. I like that. (laughs) Me too. Wow, what a beautiful way to start this year on this show. Absolutely. Michael, thank you for joining us. And thank you you for being a friend and for being happy. (laughs) It's infectious, isn't it, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I love it. Thank you, Michael. We love you. Thank you. you. Mary, always a great great time with you, my friend. You're here. We got another year coming up. We have another year. What a great year this has been. And listeners, we wish you happy holidays and the happiest of New Year's. Thank you for spending 2019 Sunday evenings with us. We hope to bring you much more about the arts in this coming year. We'll see you next time on Magic 107.7 FM from the heart.